Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Couple Next Door. Written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. For Pete's sakes, what are you doing? Well, don't grab my arm like that. Well, what are you doing? I didn't see him coming. Didn't see him coming? You had no business out there. My gosh, you just step off the curb, start waltzing across the street. The light's against you. You don't even look Honey, where you... Please, people are looking at us, will you? No, if you don't want people to look at you, don't jaywalk across the street then, because quite a few people would stare at you as you lay sprawled on the pavement. Oh, I just stepped off the curb. I wasn't going across. I'm telling you, it's a wonder more women aren't killed. You don't pay any attention to lights at all. You just blithely cross the street. Then look. Now, look. Look over there. Look Look at that woman, would you? Against the light. I... It's he. He just missed it. Now, look at that. Now she's mad at the driver, and he's probably just had a heart attack. I tell you, it's typical, boy. Oh, honey, don't be so cross. Well, I kind of like you. I don't want to lose you. <laughs> now, please keep an eye on traffic lights, will you? Yes, dear. Come on, All it's right. changed now. How much farther is it? Uh, it's about a block and a half in the bar building. Who's going to be there? Well, just Mr. Clayton and his lawyer. Mm-hmm. After we sign the papers, it won't be our house? Well, we won't sign the final papers today. I expect Mr. Clayton will give us some down payment based on a percentage of the total sale and the rest when we sign the final papers. I expect that'll depend on the date we set for vacating. Come on, here, look, we can cut right through here. Let Come... go of my arm. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Really? I, I, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I, I, I thought you were my wife. <laughs> I, I beg your pardon. I'm, 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 I'm awfully sorry. Well, I... really, I should think so. Yes. Getting so a woman isn't safe walking on the street in broad daylight That's right. I'm, I'm so sorry. I... Oh, dear, where did she go now? Oh, uh... there you are, dear. Come here, will you? Oh, listen, I... Isn't that dress in the window, darling? That's just the shade of blue that looks best. This is no time to be window shopping. Come on, will you? My golly, I thought you were with me. Instead of that, I'm walking down the street talking to myself, and I grabbed this woman's arm thinking it was you, and she practically killed me. (laughs) Listen, are we going to be long signing these things? I told Ellen I'd pick Betsy up about 5.30. It shouldn't take but a few minutes, and of course, we're five minutes late now. Come on. Honey, look out, dear. You should look at the traffic lights before you cross the street. (laughs) I kind of like you, dear. I don't want to lose you either. (laughs) We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. 
CBS Radio's weekday evening program lineup promises good fortune night after night. With such expert fun makers as Amos and Andy, Robert Q. Lewis, and Rusty Draper on hand to entertain, listeners are really in luck. Amos and Andy have always been good company, but they're really at their best on CBS Radio's Amos and Andy Music Hall. Later each evening, Robert Q. Lewis and his gang offer another sure way to have fun. Rusty Draper puts the accent on music, of course. However, his sense of humor is as deft as his way with a song. Listen for Amos and Andy, Robert Q., and Rusty Draper when they come your way on most of these same stations tonight. Well, if you've finished reading the contract and it meets with your approval... Well, my lawyer drew this up, didn't he, Mr. Harris? Yes. I mean, this is what I was speaking with him about this morning. Oh, yes, he sent it over to me and I approved it. And if you all approve it, there's nothing left to do but have all the parties sign on the dotted line. Uh (laughs) You have the check, Mr. Clayton? Oh, yes, right here. May I have it, please? Thank you. You finished reading the contract, darling? Yes, yes, it seems all right to me. I don't know much about legal terms. (laughs) (laughs) Well, contract seems all right to me. Mr. Clayton? Yes, yes. I, I think so. Well, then, if you all sign right here, why, we can conclude the deal very simply. I have Mr. Clayton's check for 10% of the total sale, the rest to be paid when we sign the final papers. Yes, yes, I, I understand. Well, are we ready to sign? Uh, well, yes. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> well, I seem to have misplaced my fountain pen. Oh. Uh, just a second. Of course, this always happens, you know. Lawyer gets his parties to agree, and they're ready to sign, and he can't find his fountain pen. <laughs> yes, I didn't bring mine. I always have it with me. Well, I lost mine the other day. Oh. I haven't had time to buy another. I have a pencil. Oh, no, dear. You can't sign a contract in pencil, oh. darling. <laughs> Excuse me. I may have left it in my understand about these oh, things. Oh, no. Here it is. Now. Mr. Clayton, if you'll sign right here. Well, now, just a second. I just noticed the contract doesn't say anything about the stove and the refrigerator. What about them? Well, I think there should be some specific mention in the contract that they go with the house. I know the last time I bought a house back in Cleveland, we had quite a bit of trouble afterwards about that because the contract had not specifically stated... Oh, well, wait a minute. They the... don't go with the house. What? Oh, no. What, did you say they did, dear? Well, no, no. In fact, the no. stove and refrigerator haven't even been mentioned before. No. Well, I naturally assume they go with the purchase of the house. Oh, oh no, no. Well, that was certainly my understanding. Well, I don't well, see, Mr. Clayton, how that could have been your mis- your understanding when they were never even mentioned. Well, now, look here. I've already offered to pay more than the house is worth because I'm desperate. My family will be arriving next well, week. I don't I, think I, you I, were paying so much more than it's worth, well, Mr. Clayton. I mean, we've put a lot into that house that doesn't show uh, repairs that you will never have to make. Yeah. It seems to me. Uh, gentlemen, yes, gentlemen, now I'm sure that we can settle this in a friendly manner. Now, Mr. Clayton. Didn't you have a stove and refrigerator where you lived before? Well, certainly, but I, I sold them with the house. Oh, well, I, I don't see why. Dear, dear, uh, I am inclined to agree with Mr. Clayton. Huh? Well, he is paying us a good price for the house, and we certainly don't want to hold up the sale just over a stove and refrigerator. Just? Do you realize what they cost, new? Yes, but if we build a new house, we'll want new ones for there anyhow. The ones we have might not fit in, and anyhow, dear... Listen, the house itself is going to cost plenty. We can't go buying everything new. Uh, Perhaps you don't realize, but it is customary in a good many cases to include the stove and refrigerator in the sale of the house. Well... Dear, uh, dear, I I really think we should agree to that. I do, dear. Dear. Okay, all right, all right. Where do we sign? (laughs) Right there, if you will. And I'll have my secretary type up a rider to the effect that the sale includes those items. Uh-huh. I'm afraid there's no ink in this pen. Oh, oh. Uh, here. 
<laughs> you want me to fill it or shall I just dip it in? I think you'd better just dip it in so we can get this thing signed. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Right there, sir. Uh, On that line. Then your wife. Oh, uh, one thing. I don't know whether it's important or not. Why? Well, go ahead, dear. Huh? And go ahead and sign, and, and then we can talk about it. I'm oh. sure Mr. Clayton won't have any objections oh, to this. It's... You'd better hold up there with the signing. Well, it's nothing, really. I don't even know if it has to be in the contract. But I would like to keep the door knocker. The door knocker? Now, wait a minute. You mean that large gold eagle door knocker on the front door? Yes, Mr. Clayton. Well, that's what makes the front of the house look so attractive. I mean, I especially noticed that knocker. Well, it was in uh, my family, and Mother just loaned it to me, really, and I'm afraid I couldn't let it go. For Pete's sake, why do you want that old thing? Well, I do. I never liked it anyhow. It happens to be nearly 200 years old. Well, it looks it. Look, I never liked it up there anyhow. As far as I'm concerned, it can go. Well, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it cannot go. Well, well, well now, I'm sure be... that we can settle this in a friendly manner. Well, there's nothing to settle, really. The door knocker belongs to my mother, and I haven't any right to Your let it go. Your mother had all. that thing in the attic, and she said, take it, Well, take I it. like it. Well, I certainly don't want to be unpleasant about oh, this. Oh, no, my goodness, I don't mean to be but unpleasant But if you're going either. to start dismantling the house and taking away all the things that give it its distinctive charm, which it has, and, and why I was so interested... We're not I... dismantling jo it. I only want the door knocker. Well, love Mike, are you going to throw the sale of the house because of that old door knocker? belonged in my family. Oh, here we go. I don't understand you, darling. Really, I don't. You don't mind giving up the stove and refrigerator, which certainly cost a darn sight more to replace than that piece of junk. It is not junk. It is an antique. Uh, may I make a suggestion? Perhaps it would be agreeable to Mr. Clayton if you replace the door knocker with an identical one, which you will purchase and place on the door before vacating. Well, if the door knocker that replaces it is identical to the present one, yes. Yes, I'll, I'll be agreeable to that. Ooh, where, where are we going to find one? Oh, I'll find one. I'll look in some of those antique places. Thank you, Mr. Clayton. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> I would you. like that in the contract. Yes, 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 yes certainly. I would too, yes. I'll include that in the writer about the stove and refrigerator. <laughs> now, if you'll sign right there. Yeah. Well, where's the pen? Uh, mm -hmm. Well... <laughs> There we are having a time with the pen, aren't we? I think you put it in your pocket, dear. Huh? And you, and you put it in your pocket, dear. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. Yes, I'm sorry. Your pen is in my pocket. Dear, really? <laughs> oh. oh, golly, you do remember about the blue spruce tree, Mr. Clayton. I mean, it isn't mentioned in the contract. And, I mean, if everything like that is being listed, I suppose... What blue spruce tree? Well, I know I mentioned it when I was showing you the yard, you know, that the blue spruce tree belongs to my daughter. We planted it, you know, on her first birthday. Mm -hmm. and she kind of looks upon it as her tree, you know. <laughs> well, what about it? What a, well, I mean, we intended to dig that up. and Dig it up? Yes. And now, look, if you're going to start digging everything up... No, no I'm not, not, not everything, Mr. Clayton, just the blue spruce tree. It's just a small one anyhow, and you surely could It's right have... in the front yard. What, what are you going to do, just leave me with a big hole in the yard? Well, Perhaps I... Mr. Clayton will be agreeable if you replace the blue spruce with another blue spruce. Well, I don't know. It seems to me I'm making all the concessions here. Well, we did uh... give in on the stove and refrigerator. Well, I don't know. Yeah, Mr. Well, Clayton, did. Look, Betsy will be heartbroken if she has to leave that tree. I mean, she loves it so you know you have four children surely you can understand i mean a child is so sensitive at this all age right, all right all right i'll even replace it with a bigger blue spruce okay tree. okay okay <laughs> thank you mr Clayton. thank you well, you're Clayton. welcome let's let's wind this up huh yes indeed just sign right there we'll return to the couple next door in just a moment 
Who said nothing ever happens on Sunday? Everything happens on Sunday here at CBS Radio anyway. There's action, suspense, and adventure to fulfill your fondest dreams of entertainment. Suspense is the drama for eerie psychological thrills. There's fast action in a variety of locales as Johnny Dollar, insurance investigator, roams the world from Hoboken to Hong Kong. There's more quick action along with illuminating glimpses of the latest rackets when the FBI and peace and war comes along. Indictment is still another type of drama following the pursuit of evidence that must be acquired before an indictment can be obtained. Finally, you can get the very feel and sound of the Old West when Gunsmoke brings you another story of Marshall Dillon of Dodge City. This Sunday and every Sunday, wherever you are, enjoy the action and excitement of these five fine CBS radio dramas over most of these stations. Well, it's over. Yeah. Well, not quite, though. Still have to sign the final papers when we move out. Oh, we never stopped to pick up Betsy. Oh, golly. Well, I'll go get her. All right, dear. Are you sorry or glad we sold it? I don't feel much of anything right now except hungry. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Mr. Clayton seemed so sweet and charming the first night we met him. Mm. When all this came up, you know. And I thought he was rather unpleasant yeah, today, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did too. Seems Difficult. So funny, mm. uh-huh. It's funny, I liked him so much I was hoping after his wife and children got here that we'd all wind up great friends. Look, considering what you you have to go through when you sell your house to somebody, I don't expect buyer and seller ever wind up being great friends. No, I guess not. I suppose after they move in, they'll find things they don't like and get mad at us, the way we did after we bought this house. Yeah, I guess so. It always happens. But you have to expect that when you buy a house. After all, the people who are selling it to you aren't going to run around telling you it's bad points. I mean, you don't say the roof leaks and it always will, even though we had it fixed, (laughs) because it's the way it slants and there's nothing that you can do about it. (laughs) Did you get the check from Mr. Clayton? Yeah, I got it. I'll deposit it tomorrow. Ah, seems funny. This is no longer our house. I know. Now, look, darling, we sold it. Don't spend the next month feeling sorry about it. I know, but we haven't even figured out where we're going until the new house is built. I told you, I'm sure I know of an apartment we can get. Joe told me about it, and he's going to look into it for us. Fine. Oh, honey, building a new house. (laughs) (laughs) You know, for the first time, I'm beginning to get really excited about it, aren't you? Yeah, me too, yeah. (laughs) That's why I had to have the door knocker I wanted for the new house. (laughs) Yeah. For the new house. Uh-huh. You're not going to put that thing on the new house. And why not? Well, darling, for one thing, it just wouldn't go with it. Why not? Well, I mean, it's early American. That isn't going to look right on a modern place. Modern place? No, <laughs> we're certainly not building a modern house. You mean a lot of glass windows and funny-looking furniture? Darling, it's not funny-looking. Here, I cut out some pictures. I where... want a colonial style. That's what I've always wanted, dear. You knew that. Well, I know, but I thought we could have a change. When I said, let's build a house, I certainly never meant a colonial style house. Well, when you said that, that that's exactly what I thought you meant. Oh, honey, let's have a change. Oh, well, this is certainly fine. Here, we've sold our house right out from under us, and we don't even know what we're going to build. Well, we can't even start until we agree. That is right. Now, let me tell you why a modern house is more practical. No, no, look, I have my heart set on a colonial. Honey. White with green shutters, that's what I like. A modern house is really the best. I'll tell you why. Now, just sit down. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Carl Frank as Mr. Clayton, House Jameson as Mr. Harris, Catherine Meskell as the woman and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door. <laughs>